0: Welcome to a segment of Mind You and Food. This is Suzanne Toro, and this segment is brought to you by Be Simply. Let's dive in. Welcome. I want to thank you for being here in this moment. We are in summer. We're still in the heat of it here in the Northern Hemisphere, and in the Southern hemisphere, we're in winter and our equator is rocking steady. And as we move through, uh, these upcoming weeks, it's kind of an exciting, uh, crescendo from my perspective, because we head into, uh, late summer by Chinese medicine accord, honoring the earth element, which is really special and yummy. And from my perspective, (laughs) and so, Especially in certain parts of the world, sometimes that September month in the Gregorian calendar is um, warmer than even some of the summer months, especially here on the west coast of the North American continent. The summer actually, it feels more like summer, September, October. So these are important things to remember as we dive into Mind You and food is that in the summer, we're working to cool, hydrate, replenish. And that's why there's so much yummy fruit. And then similarly, if you're rock and steady in the equator, there's a reason those jungles are so plentiful with so much fruit and resources. Replenishing your system is part of what nature helps nature do uh, in the jungle. It's just an amazing, uh, if you've never been in a true jungle, where so much stuff is growing and happening. It's, it's amazing. And there's so much vitality and energy exchanged. So part of what I want to inspire everyone to do, if they so do choose, is that you start thinking about what you put into your body uh, from a place of pleasure, enjoyment, And listening, meaning that sometimes you will need certain things and other times you won't. And I would say the biggest probably hindrance in food consumption these days is there's so much knowledge. And so people uh, basically take in so much information down to, you know, every little bit and clutter their head therefore not being able to hear as well and listen to what their body needs. And as I've stated over and over again, one size does not fit all. So it's important for you to listen for you. For example, I was uh, yesterday with uh, some friends and they were saying, one of them said, I can't eat cucumber. It makes them sick. So everyone's different. Everyone's different. And, you may have just a karmic contract with that cucumber or whatever it might be. Uh, you may be able to bring it into balance. You may not. But if we move from trying to control everything to really being in this really d- beautiful dance and really originally with Chinese medicine and even Ayurvedic, it's, it's like a poem, It's an ode from nature to the practitioner, to the person receiving or to self. And nature, pretty certain if wanted us to have like long scribes written everywhere, then that would have been part of the ecosystem. However, we're two way radios and we can feel and listen into what we need. It does take radical honesty, especially if you are in a place in your current moment, physical dwelling, where you're attempting to balance it, meaning you you maybe mentally you aren't comfortable in it. Maybe physically there are some parts of the body that have aches, pains, speaking out to you, or larger imbalances that we we would call disharmony in Western medicine. They might call it dis-ease. And even in the emotional center, thinking about are you consuming food from an emotional state of being? And are you able to objectively see yourself as you are? In addition, what is your soul's relationship with food? And this is a really fascinating topic for me to share because, you know, raising two kids and watching them and being pregnant with them and noticing the different things I wanted to eat when they were in their my womb uh, was fascinating to me. And it was a call and response of what the body needed, but also what they liked and what they didn't like. Because the soul has a memory, a memory of the foods it ate. And this became even more evident, you know, uh, my son, the firstborn, when he was very young, he would always eat with his hands like they do in India and whenever he was around a group of Indians from the east he would get so excited and just so happy to go eat Indian food where that wasn't so much for his sister Uh, she did not find the pleasure in that she didn't really want all those flavors so if you have a family and you have yourself you can observe yourself and maybe recollect uh, what really juices your soul up, and those flavors, those spices, and that remembrance is from before here. And this is why, especially in the travel months, which I think have become year round now for everyone, you know, they travel once convenient to their schedule. Uh, that's why people love traveling. They love to experience culture and different things. And that's why. It's not beneficial to eradicate culture on planet Earth. The ecosystem will persevere. It'll resurrect culture. And that's why you're seeing uh, these conversations like cultural appropriation. Uh, people are wanting to retain their cultural heritage and even the right to making certain recipes and foods. Uh I feel right now uh, the reason there's so many people diving into different cultures that they were even a part of, meaning ethnically in this biological form, is to keep the traditions alive. So it's not so much to be offended by people expressing other people's culture. It's their soul wanting to express it and to keep it alive, to keep it flowing. So no matter where you're from, and no matter what you have a heart bond, a soul bond to food-wise, use that as a cue. Use that as there's a reason that I've wanted to continue consuming this. And then on the other side of all this uh, that I wanted to share today is that with this era of synthetic foods, synthetic superfoods. Uh, that by participating in that uh commerce, meaning uh, fake meat, fake supplements, all these kinds of things that are synthetic, meaning they're not coming from whole grown plants, and what that does is it actually degrades the agricultural system on this planet. So if you Think about how this planet was designed. All things existed. All things existed. And they're available for us. Just to take a nibble here or take a nibble there. We're a ways from get- getting back to that. But what I want to shine a light on today as we go into a couple recipes is that we have nutrition available to us. And the more that we engage in actually cooking and eating together and farming together, we will rebalance the ecosystem Sure, it's quick and easy to grab, you know, a superfood or a packaged powder. However, uh, as much as you can get from whole foods is super helpful. In addition, it's helpful when you travel. So it's not to say that you may not have some herbal and supplements to help balance an imbalance. But for example, if you're traveling, and you don't want to carry a bunch of stuff. If you know how to get it from your food and a good, you can find a good clean source that will help you immensely. So you can take baby steps and see what happens. Um, In addition, my rule of thumb is I don't want to be personally like held to anything that I have to get from a store and that's a big order and I don't have a big like farming plot currently However, you know, the more I have that mindset, the more it migrates and the more uh, magic I do in the kitchen with Whole Foods, it's really astounding what's available and what's possible. So one, you know, the big buzzword at this point in on planet Earth has been gut health. Uh, Even now, people are realizing it actually starts at the liver brain health, organ health. And what's fascinating is all the organs, the major organs are the yin energy. They're the receivers of um, the nutrients, everything that's going on in the body. And then the yang organs are the ones that are um, either dispelling, meaning they're like uh, taking away the stuff that doesn't Belong in the body. They're the converters, if you will, in the body and making good of it or sorting. And so it's interesting that we're so depleted in the yin area in all aspects of the organ system and even in the electromagnetic system. So, how this translates for summer, mind you, and food, and the reason I bring up all these areas like mind, body, heart, and soul this week, because that's really mind you and food isn't necessarily just about food. But as we continue on in this uh, summer month and winter uh, and the middle, it's a time of hydration. And so if you uh, stop to think about like what organs need, and sometimes certain people have uh, afflictions where they need to nourish that organ system year-round. Or if you're looking at the Ayurvedic system, you might have historic areas that you're out of balance and those two elements or two doshas need regular maintenance. Some people are balanced in all. Um, Some people have the propensity to get imbalanced in all. Ideally we're balanced in all of our elements and we nourish all our, all of our elements. And if we do that on an annual basis, we will stay in harmony. Uh, And the closer we get to that, the easier it will be. So This week I have, uh, I'm bringing back a recipe that I did a long time ago. I can't even see if I see there, but I'll be posting it on the post again. Um, and that's mango lassies. I'm going to even post the images that I created then. Um, and so this is a really easy one to do and you, all you need to do the three, uh, ingredients and a little bit of, um, spice if you like so you're gonna take one cup plain greek yogurt if you are not wanting uh, greek yogurt then you can do coconut yogurt that's available Uh, right now i would stay clear of soy and that's because on this planet it's the most uh genetically modified crop next to corn Um, number two is we need to get back to making organic soy and corn. But for now, if you can do uh, alternatives outside that, there's cashew yogurt, there's a couple of those things. So if you're Greek yogurt, you're going to put a cup of rice, a half cup of rice milk or coconut milk or oat. There's a lot of different options. And then um, now, and then a mango, you peel it and put in there. And if you want a little beauty tip while you're doing this, Take the inside of the mango skin and rub it all over your face and wherever else you want it. Uh, Maybe just your face because if you uh, want (laughs) to not have to take a full shower. Uh, And then from there, you can add some cardamom. You can add some mint. You can also add some cinnamon and dried coconut flakes. I'm adding to this former recipe. And there you have a mango lassi and you could do your own version of that. It's very hydrating. It's balanced, uh, in your prebiotics and probiotics, and it's very refreshing any time of day. So this is something that's oftentimes served in, I think all Indian restaurants. In addition, it's something cool to drink in the afternoon. Uh, and again, do it at room temperature. Your inner body is not like your ice box. So think about it that way. The Greek yogurt or whatever you decide to use will come out um, a little cool and cool it off a little bit if you're really feeling that. If you tend to run hot and really crave ice a lot, um, it's important to look how much spice you're putting in your diet uh, to bring that down a little bit. So that's um, super helpful. Now also... uh, for my fascia friends, I'm going to give you guys a shout out over at human garage. Uh, The mango lassi is really a balanced way to help nourish and hydrate the system and retain nutrients and absorb them. Uh, There also, if you are doing some uh, superfood kind of way of being, you can insert sea moss into this and you can put silica uh, into this, that helps absorb, but all the nutrients actually in this already have what you need. So, you know, it'll cool your entire system. It's going to cool your lungs, stomach, spleen, meridians, um, and it helps move the chi and disperse the water and quench your thirst. So, uh, yeah, and it's balancing to all three doshas and all elements in the body. So one other quick recipe that's kind of fun to have on the go and you can make ahead. uh, And again, is the quinoa is another thing. It has peptides in it, meaning that it helps with um, balancing the system. There's more and more being released about this, of how marine peptides, again, you look at your sea moss, that kind of thing. You're seeing these things rise up because nature's welcoming everyone to heal. And so what this does is it helps with absorptions of nutrients. We're going, we're ending an era where we've been basically dehydrating the system, especially in places where the main diet, especially North America that has been perpetuated for a while, salt and sugar, salt and sugar, not balancing the whole system. And this is another reason, I mean, North American continent is an agricultural rich country. And so there's no reason that we need to build so much uh, focus on just monocrops that we can have many crops. I've seen it done beautifully all over this country, and more of that will rise up. So if you tend to want, like you're adding these extra supplements in, but you want to move away from it, You can make these wonderful little bars. I'll be including the recipe, but you're going to take dates, oats, quinoa. You can take your favorite um, almonds. You could soak them and remove the skins. Uh, Pumpkin seeds. You can use sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds are super helpful. And sunflower seed oil is super helpful. It's getting a bad rap. Always consider when things become trends, what the opposite is, uh, chia seeds. And then you can take some almond butter, honey, uh, vanilla extract, extract, cardamom, cinnamon, salt, and you'll blend these all up. You're going to press them out in a little square pan and you'll cook at 300 for just about 20 minutes till they're kind of lightly brown and crisp on the edges and then from there just let it sit in the pan um, on a wire rack and then from there uh, you can cut them up and transfer to the fridge um, or you can put them in the fridge and cut them up it's your choice in addition if you want to get really fancy you can make some get some cacao and drizzle it over there great fun quick snack you're limiting um you know, we'll, we'll switch our food production from buying packaged good and start going back to making food and sharing it uh, like they did back in the day. Uh, either way, and the beautiful thing for all the manufacturers of all these foods that are balanced and well is that it does make it easy when we're traveling to grab these things because we may not be able to make everything we want. So, with these couple concepts, this is a way that you'd be getting these things that people are craving and really going to town on, um, through food. And you don't have to add any extra supplements. You don't mean to have to add the sea moss I mentioned or, uh, any type of silica equivalent. Um, and the silica conversation I do want to lead into briefly before we exit out is that, you can have a, a natural silica or you can have one that comes from a lab. If we want to shift the planet back to an agricultural planet, which it is, it's really important to think about where you're getting these things. Because, for instance, sea moss comes in the ocean. So that's like straight from the source. The... Fresher you eat it, meaning if you get it fresh, soak it, and make it into a gel, the better. Some people don't like that, so they can dry it and blend it and put it in things. Um, The same with something like silica. There's lots of different tinctures that extract it, diatomaceous earth that you can put in, um, in there to help with absorption, and your amino acids. Again, I'm telling you all this technical stuff that nature doesn't really require us to know. It's more about listening, what you need, when you need it, how much you need it. You know, it's like back in the day, they would say, carrots are bad. It's going to create you or cause you to have diabetes or too much sugar. Yeah, If you do the calc on how many carrots you have to eat to create an insulin spike in your body, you'll see um, that these things that come out, especially in the food culture or the wellness culture, health culture are trends and they're there for a reason and they're there to manipulate and so it's important for you to take a step back consider your constitution consider your body and listen in and notice and be objective like where the imbalances are a lot of times what i witness when i work with my clients is they don't want to admit where their imbalance is whether it's physical emotional mental or spiritual they kind of bypass that. They're like, oh, we'll just ignore that, you know, this thing going on in their head that they really need to reconcile or their soul, you know, at the soul level or on the physical level. Sometimes like, ah, I just want to ignore that. It's normal because oftentimes there's fear around it. If I address that, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when I start addressing this thing in my body or my mind or my heart and soul? And guess what? It's all... cut ca- related. So when we go in one direction, we automatically will, you know, come upon the hidden treasure to bring it into balance. So as inspired, I'm going to be doing a post on this um, with more information. But as inspired, I'll be putting the equivalents that you can look at if you want to move away from synthetics to natural foods. And again, this, this is Economics 101. It puts a economy in a different direction because there what happens is there's a demand for it. and when there's a demand, the universe switches our attention, switches our effort towards what that is. and then the economies of scale continue to generate and it's great to have energy exchange, meaning money, barter, whatever it is. These are all things that nature encourages us to do in different ways. And final thing on that, nature does not encourage us to hoard. So that's why uh, Mother Nature models to us the fruit falls from the tree. She doesn't hold on and say, oh, they'll come back later in No, it's going back to the earth. So if you think about that, even when you're addressing your physical dwelling, your emotional dwelling and your mental and spiritual dwelling. This is what it is. Just like whatever you don't need, you you return or give it away, pay it forward. Um, be in constant circulation. You'll retain balance much more effortlessly. So with that being said, today we're going to sign out again with little Kadri Scott, Be Aware, and Dante Marino, Alive. They both have a new albums coming out. Since I know these artists personally, that's why I play them because I have their permission. Uh, Up and coming artists, all musicians and art, please support if you can. This is part of the new era to the Renaissance. We will be mastering all the realms that keep a cohesive society um, in forward motion in a way that we have not known for a very, very long time. Until next time, this is Suzanne Toro signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, A bright smile today, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Once again, I want to thank you all for listening to this segment of Mind You and Food. As inspired, explore your local markets, your garden, and feed your system with that which it is requesting from you. We're going to sign out with a little Kadri Scott and Dante Marino.